This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Billy's Backstage. I'm Tom Burgoyne. I'm joined by Director of Fun and Games, John Brazier. And, John, you and I have great titles. And we have a guy. Now, it's kind of a, a plain title, but it's a great title in terms of this guy's been moving his way up from the lowliest of low interns here to, uh, you know, a, he's got a great title. And I think a job, just like I think – People are out there probably would like to do what we do, John. You know, sure. it's I hear it all the time, people. But uh, I think a lot of people would like this guy's job. I think a lot of people uh, have been a beneficiary of this guy's job yes. and just didn't know it. And we've had him on before. He's one of our first guests way back when. Yes. Um, Scott Brandreth. And Scott, how are you doing? Director of Promotions. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Director Again. of Promotions. So you are in charge of the giveaways, obviously. You're also unofficially the team historian, right? Unof- unofficially. 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 Very unofficially. Yes, but but what does a team historian entail? Um, I get asked questions about uh, the past and, hey, uh, what did this guy do or what did that guy do? And I try to – I don't – I like to say I don't have the answers, but I can – Try to track down the answers. So but you also of... collect memorabilia from way back when. And I know, like, if you go in the Hall of Fame uh, area, a lot of the – we have the glass-encased uh, – or enclosed, glass-enclosed mm. um, setups, right? And you – if we're going to have a tribute to uh, Bill Giles, you're going to put together uh, memorabilia around Bill Giles' career, right? Or yes. Roy Halladay when he threw at the first pitch. Or, I'm sorry, when he threw the no-hitter, perfect game. Right? You had a bunch of – you had his – Yeah, yeah. That's something that we've uh, – the great Larry Shank handed that off to my crew a few years back. Uh, so we handle the the display cases in the Hall of Fame club. There's one uh, outside the Jowl Suites, a real big one outside the Jowl Suites, and then we do the one in the main lobby downstairs. So Dom, Dom Moyer, who works for us, does a great job of – of continuing to, to update that to, to what's going on. And you'll, uh, you have old programs and you have old pennants. Oh, yeah. Right? It's kind of cool when oh, you go yeah. up there. And it is. And out. also a big change to Citizen Bank Park over the years is uh, Scott's been overseeing a lot of the graphic uh, designs and artwork and uh, photographs that are now on the walls. And in and, and some places people can't see. I know down on the service level we've done a lot, but just around the ballpark too, right, Scott? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, you know, this is our own canvas here. So, uh, you know, we, we, you know, it's, it's amazing that we're going to be in here 20 years, but there's still, there's still empty walls around here. Like, so we'd like to try to, uh, you know, do, do some, and that goes with the history is, is some great old photos can go in, in some spots, some newer ones. Obviously we had some special things happen this year. So, 
we just literally uh, about 10 minutes ago talked about something downstairs that entails the, the 2022 team that's going to be more in a private area, but it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, pretty awesome. Cool yeah, even the Hall of Fame uh, level, we've got great photos. If you haven't been up there, great. You mentioned some of the new photos. Uh, you know, we're coming off a great season. You know, how excited were you? Uh, how busy were you during that run? And how many rally towels did we go through? Uh, <laughs> I believe it was, if my math is correct, and I thought there was going to be no math on this podcast, <laughs> 400,000 rally towels. Is that right? Yeah, over wow. eight, nine games. We we even like to throw in a game where it gets rained out yeah, yeah. before uh, the first pitch is thrown, which well, you give happened out, to us twice You now. give them out at games, but also uh, – we went around the city uh, on our rally bus mm-hmm. and made a lot of stops. So that four hundred thousand uh, is also in there. Does not include that. Doesn't yeah. include no. all those yeah. towns. Well, and your out? math has to be pretty good. You're, you're basically downplaying that. But you know, we didn't clinch the playoffs until that Monday uh, in Houston, right? So all of a sudden, but you've got to think well ahead of that as far as all right. If we make the playoffs, not just if we make the wild card round, if we make the divisional round, if we make the NC, you know, and LCS, if we make the World Series, right? So. I imagine there's lead time for these rally towels. Oh, there, yeah. Eric Eric Pesh works with with our uh, the company that, that handles it with Major League Baseball, and and they just the moving parts as far as uh, you know when you're going to play. It actually, it's funny. We had a we had a meeting last week about 2023, just looking forward postseason wise, and this past year, it it worked out as far on the promotional side as far as we never hosted game one of a series. Right. So, so you have time. So we have we had time to – those two or three extra days really helps. Uh, and we ended up not having any leftover rally towels uh, because of that. Because your math wasn't very because good. <laughs> it, was, it was perfect. Okay. Uh, and even, even clinching in game five of the NLCS, the, the Harper home run, that helped us because if if we didn't, we would have to fly to San Diego, and we might have we lost a day there. So by by winning that day, helped us for the World Series, and then uh, yeah, we did have that issue where we actually had to speed some speed about twenty five thirty thousand rally towels after the rainout on Halloween night to get towels for that. Friday, uh, game yeah. So five, that's so. a quick turnaround. Yeah. Are they? Are they? Do we get them from around here, or they were? They were all over the country. Okay. They were. They yeah. were literally St. Louis. Uh, I think North Carolina, uh, California. So we kind of Eric worked with them to to make sure that all right, all right, this one is quicker, or this one, this game's earlier. So let's let's get them here from further away and that kind of stuff. So it was. Wow. It was a, a whirlwind, but they all they all got here, and and you know everybody loves the rally towel when they come in. And it's funny we all talked about we did red fifteen twenty years ago, and we didn't quite know that it w- that think it would work because of all the red in the ballpark. Yes, but it worked. I think it really well. It had to work because we're not allowed to do white rally towels. You're not allowed to do white. There were some other options that just didn't didn't feel Phillies like. So we went with the red to say at at, at least let's. It would definitely prove if red doesn't work, but it worked. It was a sea of red, red October, so it worked out well that way. So I think uh, red rally ties are certainly in the mix. And then sometimes MLB comes through with a giveaway, right? There was a scarf, so but that was not really us. That's more MLB. That's uh, yeah, MLB and and the we uh, once you, as you advance further into the postseason, it becomes more of an MLB show than right. A, 
Phillies show, which we whether kinda, that's national anthems, yeah, which we know on tween all inning <laughs> right. entertainment. Right. The fanatic knows that very yes. well. Uh, I, I was involved with one of those roadblocks with Sherry O'Terry oh, and the right. fanatic, and yes. when we uh, we couldn't take her right into the concourse because I guess there was Secret Service, so <laughs> yes. we had to we had to improvise with like a minute. Right with it, yeah. At the yeah. last minute, you had to reroute ourselves down to the right. field. Yeah, yeah. So baseball basically said you're giving away this uh, scarf on Game Three of the World Series. So we people were into that scarf. They look good. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they, they. Hey, it's a free something free they get at the gates. Yeah, a nice World Series logo on it. So they were, they were happy with it. All right, now you talked planning. Now you know, and you, it's, it's funny. You you just mentioned you, you just had a meeting last week talking about 2023 uh, playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. When do you guys, and I know the answer, obviously, but I'm asking you rhetorically, when do you guys start planning for this year? Like, when did you start for the 2023 giveaways, of which we will get into it uh, later on this podcast? Uh, In earnest, like, you know, the week or two when we get the schedule for next year. So it's probably right around the All-Star break. That schedule starts getting leaked a little bit, and the mind starts working on, okay, what what do we want to do? Uh, for the next season. So that that's kind of when it starts. We do – Eric collects stuff, you know, throughout the year and stuff that, that we, you know, almost did a few years back. That's kind of always in the mix. Uh, you know, sometimes it takes years for, for something to actually fall on the schedule that we like because it just didn't fit, whether it was date-wise or sponsor-wise or something like that. So we, we kind of start with that. But then once that schedule comes out, then, you know, we, we start kind of thinking about – you know, we have the, the – the regular dates, you know, but then you, it's funny. We had that one meeting right before the playoffs, and I remember apologizing to everybody. I'm like, because people started, you know, planning. We, not started, but people were all around the, in uh, the ballpark were, were in postseason mode, but we, ha- we had to have a 2023 meeting because if we did make the playoffs, we knew everything would kind of shut right. down. Yeah. So we had that meeting. Uh, which was it gave us a good base, um, but then you know then everything kind of went wild for for four four weeks or so, and then your promotional schedule changed because now you can slap right. National League champions exactly right five or six so it helps things. right so, yeah. plus, plus you know you're going to conventions you're looking at what the all the other major league teams are doing is as you said you look in the past some of the things we considered doing you know as far as going into it. but then things change because in the off season all of a sudden you get a Trey Turner right. And, and that that might change something where, you know, instead of one player giveaway, you're like, you know what, maybe we should do a Trey Turner giveaway. Now you got to be careful because new players, right, no matter who it is, right, you might not want to give a giveaway right away. You want to see how they kind of, right, simulate or. Yeah, but if you give him a 10-year deal, you're, you're good. Right. <laughs> he's not going anywhere, John. He's not going anywhere. But, no, that's yeah. good to go. But it's for more the most young, part. It's more younger players. Right. Like if, even if the guy's, you know, a hot shot coming up, you kind of. Wait, yeah, maybe not a first-year bobblehead guy. Although, did did we do a, a Bryce uh, bobblehead his first year or no? Uh, no, we gave it away this year. Right. Though it was supposed to be given away in 2020. Uh, oh, of course, right. right. It was 2020. So it, it was his second. It would have been his. It was his second season. Yes. Can we can we go back into the past? Because I yeah. want to talk about. So you started what year? You started 95. Right. So and we've been doing giveaways. Well, I saw a list that you gave both of us, that goes back to 88. Now, I know we've done giveaways. In fact, you've got a giveaway. Why don't you explain yeah, what's in front cool. of you right Scott, now? I've never seen this, and I never knew this uh, fact you're about to give. This yeah, is it's awesome. It's funny. You, you mentioned the, the Hall of Fame display cases uh, that we do, and, and we, we have uh, some collectors that, we, that, that donate stuff, pictures, 
uh, that we that we that we display up there. Uh, and we've been working with this gentleman, Bob Warrington, for a long time, and he gifted me. Uh, the very first giveaway that the Phillies ever gave away on October 20, I'm sorry, August 21st, 1966. And 66. it's a Johnny Callison uh, Louisville Slugger bat. It's approved yeah. Little League Phillies bat. Yeah, yeah so, look at that. Yeah, it's a so regular it's, size. Isn't that great? Yeah. So we've, we, he, I mean, he just, he surprised me with it. It was very, very nice of him. Was and that Scott, combined with 10 cent beer night? Uh, I don't, I don't, I'll have to check. With I hope not. One. If everybody's holding that bat yeah. up in the upper deck, but Scott, and you didn't know that, uh, in night before that, that was the first giveaway. And I, he, I think he had told me at some point, cause we, he, he does a lot of, sends a lot of history stuff here and there. Uh, so I think I kind of did know it in the back of my mind, but then when he gave it to me and, and uh, like I don't, I didn't, I don't know if I had ever seen it. I think I saw a picture of it. Yeah. But when he handed it to me, it was really cool. So no giveaways like in the '40s and the '50s and early '60s. Like uh, they never, they didn't. Bob never knows his thing, his stuff. So yeah. Would, so that would, is. Yeah. So isn't that, that cool? That is very. And the cool. other th- interesting thing is going back now. Again, you gave us a list from '88, right? So from '88, there wasn't a whole lot of. Um, player giveaways. It was more generic stuff. Yeah, and don't talk about 1988. Too much about player giveaways. All <laughs> uh, right, <laughs> might right. be part of the quiz. <laughs> right, we split up the quiz today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You getting a quiz, Brandon? But, but, but there was a different tab on that that was 1971 and 1987. I guess you didn't really look at that part. Oops, I did not. I started 88. <laughs> but I assume, well, in 88 you did. Yeah, you you had some stuff, but I mean, it was it became much more player specific, or maybe it was yeah. when I right in the early 90s. It wasn't player specific. It was more generic. And then I guess it was almost like when, uh, when Roland and J. Roll and those guys you gave away a Tommy Hurd glove. I think we did. Uh, yeah, there was yeah. Von, Von Hayes bats back. Yeah. Right, Sammy, a lot of Sammy items. Yeah, right, batting gloves. Right. Yeah, we'll have to ask Kurt Funk about that. But but John, you're right. I mean, there it was not very player specific. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, back in the old days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, and we talked about this before. You know the things that work. Sometimes it's like, oh, there we go with you know hats. T-shirts. Sometimes the funkier, you know, yeah, you try to think out of the box. Like I remember, and you yeah. try to get on top of the trends. So yeah, remember, yes. like Pogs. Like didn't we do a Pog giveaway one time? Did we ever do a Pog Not giveaway? Not Pog, but we did a uh, we did a SpongeBob ta- rally towel one year. We did uh, oh, Beanie was, Babies. We P- did the what was Pikachu? What was that? Was that a Pokemon? Oh, P- Pokemon. Pokemon. We did yeah. a Pokemon dog tags because that was the thing. Yeah, we did yeah. that one year. Yeah. But we had Beanie Babies and ran through story. its cycle, right? And then you had we did uh, we never did Beanie Babies, but we did Bammer Bears. Bammer Bears, that's Bammer right. Bear. We that's did. Right. A, it's funny. I was looking at uh, through some uh, pictures today on my computer, and one of the, I think it was the first one was a Scott Rowland Bammer Bear, right? Uh, back in like '99 or something. Scott, let's talk real quick. You're coming off the season of your your own personal white whale, right? Tell the story of the pop vinyl. Oh yes, <laughs> we did it. We did uh, it. Yeah, so that that uh I mean in those September October, you know, preview shows that we do every every year. I mean, it, we must have brought it out six times. Yeah. So this is if people aren't aware, it's the, those little um they can sit on your desk and they have their characters, a lot of players uh are, you know, shown with the, with these have uh, you know, they've had uh models of these things made of the players, but Scott years ago came in with a Philly Fanatic uh, pop vinyl. Now at the time they were not, yeah, you know, they were just starting mm-hmm. the trend. Yep. And how many years ago was that, Scott? Uh, I mean, yeah. Chrissy Long was still here. Yeah, it had and, to be five or six years ago. Yeah. Oh, oh, or or more. Mm-hmm. I gotta think. But anyway, uh, you know, we looked at this, you know, Philly fanatic 
pop vinyl thing with black eyes. And we're like, what's this? Like, nah, this is not anything. Like, get this out of here, you know? And, of course, like a year or two later, the thing takes, or a year later, not even, you know, the thing takes off. And, Scott, you've been trying to do one of those pop vinyls forever. And we finally did a Fanatic we pop vinyl. It was a big hit. Yeah, it was, it was, all, it was, it was. Yeah, it started out in, in 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 licensed product and Star Wars and Marvel and all that stuff. Right. And then it just—I remember going, you know, Christmas shopping with my with my daughter, and you go into one of those stores in the mall, and there's just an entire wall of these things. And e- Hamilton now, uh, anything you can think of that license-wise, pop has has jumped on. Yeah. And and you know, we finally—I know they did an Aaron Nola at retail. They did a Bryce Harper with the Nationals at retail. Um, and then we finally did get, we've gotten over the black eyes part of it. We understand a little bit because we're very picky about the fanatic as we should. Uh, but when you see that there's, you know, literally thousands of products that kind of look the same and the whole proportions are off too. We, right. you know, we let that go as well. Uh, yeah. but yeah, that, that, uh, Eric finally worked with that company Funko and we have a new Funko product this year as well. Yes. Yeah. They have the shark eyes, right? The black eyes and. You know, that's when sharks, you know, you kind of get a little intimidated by looking at it. Wow. Um, all right. So what are your top five? It's off the cuff. You were not prepared for this. Your top five giveaways, because I know for me, I've got, I could probably rattle off five of my favorite. Your top five giveaways we've done since you started in 1995. Uh, Talking Harry. Talking Harry. That definitely. was be number one. That yeah. was easily in all of ours. Talking Harry. Now, describe, what is Talking Harry again? Talking Harry was, uh, it was uh Plush doll. A plush that you just slammed on the on the table, and it said three. Struck him out. It's a log drive. And what was the third one? Phil's win. Phil's win. Phil's win. Yeah. All right. I remember we had a. I think I had like a list of things that we couldn't put on there. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. That'd be the B roll. (laughs) We wanted all of uh, (laughs) high hopes, but that (laughs) that didn't fit on the little. We could have done a blue. (laughs) Could have done a blue Harry too. We could have done a blue Harry for (laughs) sure. All right. What else? Down the middle for a ball, maybe. (laughs) What else you got? Uh. The what did I say? I said talking Harry. The the um, the Harry and Whitey dual bobble was great. Was that was the, the father of the dual bobble? I have to that say that the one good idea I've had in thirty years. Yeah, he got that one. was the one, right? He John? Got one. That was the one. Um, the the fanatic. The let me take some fanatic items uh, because that is a staple every single year. Obviously, the birthday and sometimes more often well, than that. But sometimes the goofiest ideas too. Like remember we had the idea of doing the Australian, you know, outback hat, whatever oh, yeah. you want to call it. The the wide brim floppy. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And like I remember people were like, what? People are what what right. it's not even in vogue. People aren't gonna like this. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the more popular yeah. uh, things. And the FUD hat. The remember that? Elmer FUD hat. Yeah. Was, yeah, we love same that thing. One. It was funny. That that's something that like I said that that is on the cutting room floor. I saw that in a um in like a MasterCard commercial, the guy was wearing a FUD hat and had like a Cincinnati Reds thing on it. So I remember throwing that out there. This thing's oh, everybody knows what a f- yeah, it's a Ralph, Ralphie Ward in Christmas yeah, Story. Yeah, right. everybody knew what a FUD hat is, and right. we, we eventually did it maybe two or three years later, and that, that was an awesome. And people still wear it to yeah. this day. Scott. All right, wait, one other uh, the uh, Philly Fanatic dangle hat was that a, a, a merch? That was retail. That, that was, was retail. That was Wink. Yeah, Francis okay. Winky. Yeah, I wasn't sure if we yeah. did that first. And the and the other thing was that which we were doing. We're doing this year uh, is the cooling headband. Yes, Francis kind of came up yep. with that with the fanatic eyes, and then when your right fielder wears it <laughs> yeah. all the time, everybody uh, bought. It. Yeah. It all right. What was the biggest? The what shelf. was the biggest bomb? What? 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 Well, it did not that, go over that well. That showed up or that didn't show up. That did. Well, okay. <laughs> that didn't show up. I'm sure it was the Pete Rose. <laughs> right. 
didn't show up on purpose. Didn't show up on purpose, but um, the bomb. was there one bomb. that just bombed? Like you thought it was going to be great, but we just whatever for whatever reason. Oh well, I know that. What like, <laughs> the Jason Worth towel that that had lipstick on that it had yeah. lipstick on it, and he wasn't very happy. That we was had one to that returned yeah. that one. Yeah. Well, we we yeah we decided not to do that before we even showed him. Right. And then they showed him just to bust his chops, but. Well, right. you're having a hard time thinking of it, Scott, because really the quality of right. the items, you know, and you know the history and, uh, you know, back, I remember as a kid, you'd go in, in the 70s and some of the stuff was really cheap, you know, really cheaply made and, you know, or if you're just getting like a, a cup or something. Or like, like a paint it's, hat. Yeah, yeah there's a paper just, paint hat. Right, just not much to it. But uh, I just think the quality of the items over the years has just great. gotten so good. Well, that's that's funny that you say paint hat because we did bring that back for an 80s night. Right. 80s night. And it died because right. it was it was so it was too retro. It was yeah, it was, that's what they were then. They were this Now you before know. you got here cuz I know we did an award and right. <laughs> we said give an award to somebody here uh, whoever had the worst promotional idea. And we had actually a plaque and it was a it was a yeah. statue a little statue of, of a dicky turtleneck. Now, for those that don't know what dicky turtlenecks are, they're basically a turtleneck that is not a full shirt. It literally it covers your shoulder, I think, right? And I think that's it. It, it just it's a it's a, it's like a fake turtleneck. Yeah, you cousin, think cousin Eddie wears one in, uh, in right. Right. Vacation. So we used to get remember we used to get the dicky turtleneck award if somebody's idea went bust. Like I remember the one time, and I don't know who won it for this one, but we had uh, wrestling night for the fanatics' birthday, wrestling day, and we had Bruno San Martino. We had. King, I don't know. I'm going to say King Kong Bundy. We had old school wrestlers like that. Retired guys. Retired Over guys, guys. That showed up. Well, the problem is, this is on a Sunday, family day, fanatics birthday. The problem is the ring didn't show up. Yeah. So now you've got these, these grown men and basically... <laughs> Diapers that are fighting each other without a ring, and it was it was bedlam. Yes. That was bedlam at the at no the ring. at the time. Yeah, Dan Baker, no ring, no rules, <laughs> no holds barred. And I remember Kurt, I was standing right next to Kurt Funk. Kurt said, "Man, this is yeah. I can't wait. This thing's over because I might get fired." And it was right after right. Uh, Andy Kaufman had just gone to the hospital because he was in some promotion where he, <laughs> you know, uh, got pile drive. And I just remember Chrissy telling one of the wrestlers, "None, no pile drives, no pile drives." Because we didn't want anybody getting hurt. And then first, and first five first, minutes. Yeah, first drive. five minutes, I look up on the dugout. They had gone up into the dugout, and the dude's getting pile drived on the dugout. Did you get the Dickie Turnlick award that uh, year? Yeah, that might, have, that might have gone to me that year. Well, that that reminds me of something that it, that two people at this table thought was one of the best things ever. But to me, it was this like. This is not Huffamoose, is it? No, it's Mitty Kiss. Oh, uh, oh my God. When <laughs> that's they, in my top five. They just kept. <laughs> to my, that's in my top five, when they too. kept playing and playing and playing pregame. I'm like, oh, jeez. Well, are you kidding me? That's definitely. <laughs> I, I, someone, came, some, someone came up to me and said, hey, John. He said, they're not singing and they're not playing instruments. And we paid what for this? I said, I said, yeah, but look at them. Just em. look I mean, at them. They're, they're entertaining. Great. Uh, I, I remember that night, like, oh, this is, Bill Johns must be so proud. Yeah, Bill was proud, <laughs> wherever he was that night. Uh, hey, Scott, I didn't. I don't know how we're going to do it, but let's get into the 2023 uh, promotion schedule a little bit. Um, you know, you got you brought some stuff. We had to remind you that it, it's a podcast. It's not a, a telecast. So it's very um, descriptive. Uh, but what are the things you're excited about this year? Well, you know, like I said earlier, that, that the planning – kind of shifted when you when you win the national league so which is which is great and it it also 
we we know this from winning back in the day is your the timelines get kind of tight and when you lose a month month and a half of your of your off season because you're actually still playing baseball then you have to uh, pivot and uh, t-shirts are always a good thing so uh, but we're we're starting off uh, right away Nemours opening day and we're doing what we want to do every opening day yes. is because if we raise a pennant. Right. And we will give out a pennant. So we have the 2022 National League Championship pennant that, you know, we're going we're gonna to raise that day, but we're also going to give it to everybody. So that's, that's And, Scott, awesome. what's so great about that is when we went through our run and we had won a couple pennants, mm-hmm. in, you know, between 2007, 2011, uh, it's kind of – it looks the same. It's just the colors changed you know, depending on what title you, what win, you win, right? Yeah. And so because a great is, keepsake, he's, right. you go around to the offices here and a lot yeah, of people yeah. have – People still have them up. Yep. So this is the the blue uh, banner with the, uh, white, the white, lettering, white lettering numerals. of the numbers and then yep. red uh, border. Off Love white. It. Off white. Sorry. Off white. How about that? I All like right. That what too. else we got? It's got a good look. Uh, so that is that is right away. And then the next night, we've we, McDonald's opening night has been a staple now for I don't know 15 years or so. Uh, so that's Saturday night. Fortunately, the last few years we've we've had we've opened up on a Thursday and a Saturday, which is great. So we're giving out a, a T-shirt with the National League Champions logo on it on the second night of the year uh, to all fans 15 and over. And then on Sunday, uh, we're actually not doing a giveaway that day, but we have a ring ceremony, yes. which we haven't had I know. since 2010. So uh, we'll be uh, awesome. we'll be celebrating with a nice pregame show that day. That's when we get our rings. Uh, that is probably not. <laughs> Shortly uh, thereafter, yeah. Well, and then, I, well, I, I might have the the scoop on on the ring a little bit because the, the fanatic might be getting his own ring that day. So really, the fanatic's okay. going to get a ring before you do, John. That's what I all can right, honestly say. I'll just leave in the bathroom, so it doesn't matter <laughs> when I get right. it. Right. It's all about the fanatic. It's, it's all about the fanatic. <laughs> all, all right, know. what else we got? So then, uh, moving on in April, we have uh, our Cavity Busters Kids Opening Day, and and and. Uh, we are doing a knit hat, a nice. knit hat on Cavity Busters. That is April 22nd, That's I It's like believe. a ski hat with a little pom-pom. Yeah, ski hat, and then we got the – It's gray with red and white. Yeah, we got the logo, the, the, the National Champions logo, logo on that as yeah. well. Uh, and then the next day, so we have a Saturday-Sunday kids giveaway. Is Sunday is the Fanatic's birthday, and we're doing a, uh, a T-shirt with the Fanatic uh, with the, lo- the National Champions logo on the front left chest. And then turn it around, Scotty. Look at that, John. That's a red T-shirt. A red T-shirt, and the Fanatic's running. This is right before the Fanatic broke the pennant. <laughs> right. Uh, so well, he broke it twice. He broke Oops. it twice. But this is <laughs> this is him running on the field with the uh, the 2022 pennant. So I love be, that shirt. That'll be for that's a uh, good one. Kids, uh, kids are gonna love that. Yeah, one. that'll be for the Citizens Fanatic birthday. It right. really is on awesome that, that that whole first month we can really use that National League. Yeah, logo, and we want right? to we want awesome. to celebrate it properly but then yes. we want to kind of move on yeah, after move that on. so it it'll be uh it'll be in april mostly concentrated there is maybe one thing that's up our sleeve that's going to be later later on in the year but we're, we're not ready to unveil that quite yet but uh right. yeah, so then we go to may then we go to may and we have uh hers mother's appreciation day and that is may 7th i mean may 9th I'm sorry. No, May seventh. I, I yeah. was right. Yeah, and right. this is a it, it's a crossbody bag. So it's it's kind of like it looks like the old fanny pack kind of things, but the ladies don't wear it around their waist now. They wear it across huh. their shoulder. So uh, that's kind of a cool thing that uh, the ladies will be sporting. It's a nice navy bag with nice. some red uh, red accents to Just it. Just make sure you put cross in front of that. They don't think you're get they're getting a body bag. Yeah, cr- that's crossbody bag. Yeah, yeah, I that agree. can be kind of more. So when you talk about it on the radio, <laughs> make sure that you cross say body bag. Cross yeah, body bag. And it's not a clutch. 
It's not a clutch. All Last right. year was the clutch. Yeah. Crossbody clutch. Yes. We're, we're going crossbody two years in a row. All right. I like it. Even the women the, love it. Even though the clutch should have been given out in 2020, but that's another That's, that's another story. thing. Uh, and so just, just to talk about what I actually have physically in front of me, because it's a lot easier, is Chevrolet Father's Appreciation Day. Now, this is a good one. Yeah. In June, we got this nice kind of golf-looking hat. Uh, it's got some air holes in the front there. It's, it's sporting the uh, the nice. Phillies. It's beam. really cool. It's a white hat yeah. with a blue bell. As you said, it's got a little uh, what do you just little holes, holes. that are my like breathing. Yeah, let, let it breathe little a little breathing. bit. Let but it it's a cool hat. Yeah. I can ease. I'm very. I'm kind of a hat snob, and I would wear this. No, that looks good at Manny's right there. Yeah, I was going to say that's a good golf uh, cap. Yeah, yeah, it really looks nice. Hey, uh, and Scott, I know you 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 don't have it in front of you, but we have the fanatic about reading night. Uh, it's going to be. A, a, a day game this year, right? We, which is Sunday the first day game, Sunday, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the book is done. We don't have the cover, but we have. Yeah, I got you the cover, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. It's funny as you say that. I'm not sure if we put that online yet, but we're ready to, right? Yeah, it's ready to okay. go. Yeah, the Philly Fanatics' busiest off season, and uh, well, certainly we. Uh, Len Epstein was the longtime illustrator. We lucked out and uh, got Harry Moore, who's a guy who used to work uh, in Fanavision years ago, went on to work for Universal and Nickelodeon and does all the packaging and graphic design for with SpongeBob and Marvel characters. And, uh, it's a big it's a score great, right yeah, there. It's a huge score. He's doing a great job. So he's, he's been sending me the, uh, the pages, and uh, it, the artwork looks great. And uh, you, you had a great idea, Scott. I think we're going to have somebody uh, contact Harry, and it'll, you know, it'll make for a good story that this guy started here. Mm-hmm. He's had a great you know, career in graphic design, and now he's, you know, he's our new artist for the Fanatic uh, for this book, and hopefully for years to come. Yeah, so it's it, awesome. it, the stuff looks great, um, and we're we're uh, looking forward to, to showing that off. And it's a, uh, yeah, it's a great full circle story for him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. What else? Yeah. We what got? else you got? Uh, what are some of the player related things? Yeah, we, we've got uh, a few things on yeah, there right now. We've got the uh, you know Al- Alec Bohm, a little bit of a youngster last year, but now he. In his po- his postseason and his second half of the season last year, he played his way on the promotional schedule. Nice. So he's he, bulked up too. He, has he? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully the headband still fits him. We got the the cooling headband, which we did a year ago, um, just with the um, just around the holiday, uh, the, the Fourth of July. So we're doing it in the same spot this year. It'll still be kind of stars and stripes related, but Alex's number will be on there. And he's known for wearing them. Yes, and he's yeah, he's got to keep the locks. Yeah, you know, so John, how do you like that? You're in the big leagues, and you've played your way into the promotional schedule. That's it's, when you know you're you've made it. I tell it, you huh? what, it's tough. It's you know to, to crack Scott Brandon's lineup. Yeah, you gotta, exactly. You got to have some some game. Yeah, you have to maybe win the the National League home run title, like Kyle Schwarber, yes. who's made his way onto the promotional schedule. Uh, we have a replica jersey, oh, thanks nice. to CP Rank and Roofing Experts on August sixth. So that's for kids. It's it's um it'll be the powder blue you know replica jersey for with uh, with his name and number on it. Trey Turner uh, is on there as well, thanks to know. IBEW Local ninety eight August twenty sixth. So I think we're gonna have. Our uh, in-house design people do a nice uh, design of, of Trey Turner. Scott, I know you're not uh, as heavily involved uh, anymore with the retail end of things, but uh, any sense on the impact uh, Trey Turner had, uh, you know, in terms of everybody wanting to go out and buy a Trey Turner jersey or, or merchandise? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was very big from what I heard. I mean, they had a, they just had an unbelievable postseason uh, in the retail world, right. uh, just yeah. with with everything, just Philly generic. Uh, but also player related, and then you ride that wave right into the into the off season, and you sign a guy like Trey Turner. So 
they're 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 quite happy with the the stable of, of players that they have to yeah. available. Yeah. Now, one of our favorite people, I think all three of us can say this is, uh, and, and we actually started with the Phillies at the same time, so we are you know we have a kinship. Um, Dick Allen, Dick Allen has his own giveaway, right? Yes, he does. Yeah, we're. This is a this is a promise that we made back uh, in 2020 when we we honored him with the Phillies' highest honor, retiring his number. Uh, you know, we did it in September uh, of 2020, and we did it for 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 a number of reasons, but we couldn't help that there was nobody, you know, no fans in in attendance. So on that day, we also said that one day we, were, you know. Uh, when we start having fans again is we're going to honor, honor him uh, properly. And so the bobblehead is the way to go. And it's a really cool, really bobble figurine that we're giving away uh, in June. Uh, And it's, uh, it's, you know, Dick, Dick was very larger than life. He, and he had different looks and he he had different looks. He swung Mm -hmm. a 40 ounce bat. So we, we made sure to have the the bat bigger than other bats that we've done on bobbleheads. Does he have the cigarette in his mouth while he's uh, swinging the bat? Or no, we, we left that part left the off. Cigarette out, uh, but yeah, it, it's glasses, right? He has the glasses. Nice. He's got the. He's sporting the the '60s uniform, so it's uh, it's really a cool. And it'll be a cool tribute to him, and and hopefully we'll have some other stuff. Yeah, that, that's against that the Dodgers. That's uh, Friday, June 9th. Johnson Controls. Uh, is sponsoring that one. Right. That, that'll actually, be a big one. It wasn't like it was planned that way, but he actually played for the Dodgers for a little bit as oh, well. So. Right. And you also you you're talking about uh, vinyl vinyl pops. Vinyl pops. Yes, that's I think that's the longest name of a, of a promotional item that we've had in a very long time. The Philadelphia Water Ice Bryce Harper Funko Premium Vinyl Figure. Yes. <laughs> how about that? So that is how how are you going to memorize that? For uh, you're going to have to do that on on radio. <laughs> right. So good luck with that. But it's 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 in that pop uh, that Funko family. Uh, it was a new product that they have out now that actually, when I was Christmas shopping this year, I saw a few different ones. I know they have a Shaq one. They have a, um, a Deion Sanders one. So it's, it's kind of the same kind of material, but he can, you can move, you can move his arms, you can move his hips, you can move his head. So, um, it's kind of a, it's kind of a cool little, it's more like an action figure. Uh, but we like to call it a premium vinyl figure kind of thing. So do you have a Kurt Funk Funko? Uh, <laughs> that's another white whale that we're looking at. Yeah, he's, down he's always line. wanted to do one of yeah. those. All right. So that that'll be uh, that'll be in August. Uh, so that's a cool cool item again. So we have we have Bryce on there. We have Trey Turner on there. We have Kyle Schwarber. We have Alec Bohm. So a good. I mean, there's not a, there's a couple guys that are on there, but it's like it's you only have a certain amount that you can do. Well, we so. also have some anniversaries, right? Uh, we do, we do. We're hoping at some point this year to to announce some some fun stuff for Alumni Weekend because it's the 30th anniversary of a '93 club. It's the 40th anniversary of Sarge's 1983 club. Uh, you know, we're we're looking to get some other alumni back to celebrate some of their uh, their feats back in the day. So. Uh, we like to sprinkle that in to keep the history alive, not only in the ballpark, but bringing those players back. And I know Jamie Trout in our office is, is really the post-game concerts, but one particular concert that I'm very curious is uh, Diesel. Explain that one. Diesel, a.k.a. Mm. Shaquille O'Neal, right. is a DJ. Uh, so he'll be doing the post-game concert. Uh, he's doing the July one, July 2nd. Right, and we are hoping to July first. Sec- we are hoping to secure him. Uh, we haven't announced this to Jamie yet, but we are hoping to secure him on the backstage of Burgoyne and Brazier podcast. We're getting right? Jack. I hope so. Right? That'd be great. Doesn't he mumble a lot? We'll have to bribe. <laughs> we'll have to bribe him somehow. I can't. I want. I want to. 
I want to just, I don't need to meet him or anything, but I just want to see how large of a human being he's he big. is. He's big. I, I went to uh, the Basketball Hall of Fame. My son and I, uh, when uh, Iverson was inducted, and mm-hmm. that was the year Shaq was too, okay. and we were right up with Shaq. Uh, I, didn't, I don't think we shook his hand, but we were right there, and uh, he's a house. Yeah. And he was cool. He was great with everybody, all the fans. Yeah, he was he was good. Yeah, and, and actually, I, you, you might have been there when – we had Ralph Sampson here. Now, Ralph Sampson, obviously one of the greatest college basketball players ever. I yeah, mean, he's yeah. a two-time player of the year. And I have his poster on the back of my door that I've had for years. And I met him four years ago. At a, we had a conference here, uh, or there was some symposium conference downstairs. I met him, told him I went to UVA. And then he, he wanted to see the World Series trophies. And then he asked me, where's your office? I said, it was actually right down the hall. He said, let me go check it out. And he was with a couple other people. I walked in the office, and I'm kind of embarrassed a little bit because I know I've got the yeah, – you know, yeah. but it's a cool poster. It's, it's him on You're top. You're a fan. It's him dunking that's, literally that's his, his arm hand is above, way above the rim. Yeah, and yeah. he's seven foot four. So I got a picture with him, and I've never felt so small in my life. So, I, But Sha- <laughs> how, how tall is Shaq? Like seven foot? Uh, yeah, I think he's seven Is he taller than seven foot? Yeah, it's Probably just he's seven, wider than yeah, yeah, he's yeah. huge. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, a, he's a house, Samson, as you but. said. Well, it's funny that I mean one of the there's there's some negatives and there there's a benefit to sitting between John Brazier's office and Tom Burgoyne's office. <laughs> Can't so, wait to hear this one. Like it's it's you know you're, you're sitting there and yes you get a joke every morning that's great yeah that's for uh, me but then during a the game you know you hear John doing his shtick walking down the hallway and. He walks by, he walks into his office, he usually, he usually points out to me, like, this is Scott, he does this, blah, blah, blah. And it's, you know, it could be a friend from a country club, could be his nanny from back in the day, it could be Ralph Sampson, <laughs> right. it could be Sherry O'Terry, <laughs> it could be Miles Teller. It's, you just never know yeah, it's who good. it's going to be. It's a good it's spot just, to it's, be it's, in. It's pretty fun. Plus, you get to hear all my, because the walls are pretty thin, you get to hear all my BSing on the radio whenever I'm being interviewed and you're, like, pretending to be GM on, like, the smaller stations, right? Yeah, and then, that's when I go over and, Close the door. <laughs> and then you get to hear me scream when the Phillies are losing if I'm in my office. Yes. What about Burgoyne? You've talked about what about what about being your neighbor? Uh you know what? He's he's a lot choir. Do you get he's this, a lot more respect? Do you get the smell of the fanatic permeating <laughs> through the wall? No, it's funny, I do hear the uh it's like almost clockwork every night after dinner and it's like five something and I hear the door close because I know that Tom's going down the Wake the fanatic Wake up. Wake the fanatic get, up. Ah, yeah, that's first. my so job, John. It's like I just hear that. I hear that door. They pay me but for. That's what they pay me for. It's so funny. The, the Sherry O'Tar. I mean, when she when she <laughs> you were telling her the the ring bathroom story. Right. Oh my god. And she, the way you know way. she's funny because she's up, but. The way she reacted to it and dropped a couple lines. Yes, like, I was, oh I was dying. I was <laughs> absolutely was dying. Very, obviously, very she's a comedian. Awesome. For we got to bring her back this year. We do. I we've been staying in touch. So. Yeah, yeah. We got to do that. She would be great on a back. Did you do backstage with her? No, no we we're gonna didn't. do it. We're gonna do it at some point. Oh, she, yeah, oh, she's, she's great. You, you just let her go, man. Yeah, <laughs> she's super funny. All right, so I, are we ready? Yeah. So let's I think. Do the quiz. So here's the deal, Scott. We've got a quiz. Normally, I put together the quiz, as you know, since you're a big listener of the podcast. Uh, Tom and I decided we're going to do a giveaway quiz, uh, which you should ace because you're the historian, you're in charge of giveaways. Um, so I wrote four questions. Tom wrote four questions. The bar, as you know, is six out of eight. I'm not allowed to mention any of the guys from Match Game 76. I think we had that going, almost did, going forward. And Tom almost violated the rule. I almost violated the rule. You just violated the rule. <laughs> yeah, oh, I did. Yeah, You're right. Exactly. You're right. You just <laughs> did. Sorry. I can't, I can't say the word Charles Nelson Riley. Um, but uh, we figured that if you get six out of eight, right, that's the standard we meet, uh, we set, 
that you get, we're going to be heading down to spring training fairly soon, that Tom and I will take you to our favorite establishment, the Palm Pavilion, for a grouper sandwich for lunch. Uh, dinner's on us, Scotty. If you Lunch or dinner's on us. And if not, then lunch or dinner's on you, and you have to treat the director of Funny Games and the best friend of the Philly Fanatic. Deal? I would like to know if you guys have ever followed through with sending a giveaway. <laughs> yes, we have. Prize pack to We've actually have. been we giving the giveaways. <laughs> we gave Hugh Douglas his bucket hat on the spot. Is that true? Right? Yeah, we've mailed out. I've mailed out to... Uh, Ed Wade, too. I know I sent a whole bunch of books <laughs> yeah, to Ed Wade. We sent to Dale Murphy. But that's going back a little while, so you, you might have caught us on that one, Scott. No, we've, we've been pretty good. We've pretty, been pretty good. Pretty good. All right, All right. you got to get six out of uh, Tom. Why don't you start? Pal. Wait, how many did Tom get? How many did he get on his? I think he. I think he. Two? He, bat, he batted twenty five percent. Yeah, that, that was bad. <laughs> he I don't two, think we're doing that again. Yeah, if he bat two fifty, you're not. You're not. It's like the Mendoza it's line. Like, here's the, the thing. Line. When you yeah. quiz somebody, and it's a little different with Scott, but everybody else, it's about their life. <laughs> you should do well. And then you're you're asking me Houston Astros trivia. It's like, well, you know, I I I throw the flag. You I call what? foul. A winner doesn't make excuses. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, you ask, ask your four. All right. Uh, no, let's uh, alternate. Oh, we'll alternate. Do you want to go All first? Right. So I'll go first. All right. Thanks for the visit. Let's get down to business. Now here's your chance to show how much you really know. He might get grumpy if he can't stop you with Brazier's Quiz. All right. Let me uh, get my uh, sheets out here. He looks nervous, Tom. Uh, Tom. Now he's. I think he's got this. All right. Number one. At three feet, 11 inches tall, Eddie Goodell was the shortest player ever to appear in a Major League Baseball game. The date was August 19, 1951. He walked on four pitches. What team did he play for? Was it A, the St. Louis Browns? A. Whoa, you wow. sure you don't want the other? Uh, or Chicago Cubs, or Chicago Senator White Sox, quickly. or Washington Senators? No, hey. He's hey, correct. Nice. It is the St. Louis Browns. He Look at you. To, and as a bonus he question. to throw me off. As I got a, a bonus for as him. As a bonus question, did he go on to become a member of Mini Kiss? <laughs> yeah. No. Okay, as a bonus, you know what number? Uh, <laughs> you like that one? <laughs> is that where Eddie went? All three foot, 11 inches of him? Hey, as a bonus, what number did little Eddie wear? Uh, it was a fraction. It right? was a fraction. Nice. One third. One eighth. Ah. Eighth. <laughs> a Bill Veck uh, promotion. All right, you All right, one ahead, for John. one. How one about that one? one? So All right. Speaking of Bill Veck promotions, you should ask our president of baseball operations, because he was in working for the White Sox during Disco Demolition Night. Really? Wow. Mr. Demarest. Well, we're going to have to get that knowledge when we interview him at some point. And I almost asked you a question on Disco Demolition, but uh, I yeah, couldn't that find was, it. Yeah, that was Mike Beck. I, I found it, but there wasn't We got a kicked question. out of baseball, and yeah, now, he's a, now he's a very successful minor league baseball operator, yeah, as you yeah. know, because yep. you've been down there. All right, ready, Scott? You're one for one. My first question is, the first Major League Baseball team to offer a bobblehead giveaway to fans on May 9th, 1999, there was other bobbles you know, given away, but they're more generic. This was the first MLB team to offer a bobblehead giveaway to fans on May 9th, 1999. Was it the Oakland A's with Reggie Jackson? San Francisco Sco Giants. Giants and Willie, Willie Mays. Mays. He, my man you know knows what? his promotions. I think we're on, I th I think we're on our way yeah, to buying Dinner's going to be on us. Well, let's make it lunch. Say lunch. And you're going to get this, too. I think a couple, couple minor Well, it's funny that I know the, the, the woman that was with the Giants, and she came up with that, basically, and 
Wow. Right. Started the craze. Wow. Started the craze. Yeah. All right, two and for two. they've done some pretty good ones. Yeah. I have a Jerry Garcia bobbinhead. Yeah, they do a really good job. They, they, yeah. they got some good stuff. Two for two. You know what? You're going to do well with a couple of my questions because it's from the uh, report that you sent us before this podcast. <laughs> but uh, what year did we give out the Talking Harry doll? Was it 2000, Ooh. 2001, Ooh. 2002, or 2004? I don't know if he's going to get this one. Um, 2000. Is correct. Oh. I thought you might go 2002 because that's when Hall he was inducted, fame. but yeah. we gave it away because it was his. It was an anniversary, right? His 30th 30th, year? 30th yeah. season. 30th he season. started in 71, right? right? So three yes. for three. We're yeah. going to try to trip you up with this one, right? That's pretty good, Scott. What bobblehead doll has the highest value at $59,750, it's a highest-valued bobblehead doll. Mm. Is it A, the 1960s Green Bay Packers Nodder? Is it B, the JFK Jackie O Kissers bobblehead? Is it C, the 1961 New York Yankees bobblehead? Or is it D, William Shatner Priceline bobblehead? So, again, the 1960s Green Bay Packers Nodder. B, the JFK Jackie O Kissers bobblehead, where they're actually kissing. C, the 1961 New York Yankees bobblehead, or D, the William Shatner Priceline bobblehead? It was not the Scott and Patty bobble from, <laughs> not from your wedding. Many <laughs> years ago? Was not. I have that baby still. Uh, <laughs> I have it somewhere, too. Right in, my, in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> With my ring. They made one of your videos. It was on That's top of a water cooler. Um, what do you got? And just so you listeners out there, uh, Scott, uh, for his wedding, uh, on the tables at his wedding, he had uh, him and his lovely Bride Patty uh, as a bobblehead doll, a double bobblehead doll. You got that idea from the Richie and Harry. Exactly. So <laughs> thank you for our <laughs> wedding yeah, your favorite. That's a great bobblehead doll. All right, so what do we got? I'm going to say this is a total guess, the 61 Yankees. Oh, he's four for four. Ooh. All right. Wow. What, do you, what do you got, Tom? Ah. All right, you are on a roll. In 1988, we gave out two player-themed giveaways. Who were the two players? Ooh. Was it, one, Mike Schmidt and Lance Parrish, uh, B, Yvonne Hayes, Juan Samuel, C, Steve Bedrosian and Mike Schmidt, or D, Steve Jeltz and Bruce Ruffin? <laughs> 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 I was trying to find the, the Jet. The Jet. Love the Jet. And Bruce Ruffin. Uh, uh, Schmitty and Parrish, Yvonne Hayes and Juan Samuel, or Steve Bedrosian, Mike Schmidt, or Steve Jeltz and Bruce yeah, Ruffin. Husband, why are you even saying D? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't give out a Bruce Ruffin uh, no. T-shirt that year. Oh boy, I'm gonna go with um, the Von Hayes one. <laughs> You're right, Hayes. Von Hayes. Five for five. We, you, we talked about that a little bit earlier, and I was like, he's gonna get Von, the Von Hayes, Hayes and who? And Sammy. Sammy. Okay. Yeah. What were the? Uh, you don't know what they were, do you? Uh, it's in your report. You, you, you can you can <laughs> that double was, check that. It was funny when I started. Kurt Funk like gave me that like here. Continue to do this. So it was passed down yeah, from him to good stuff. Mike Connor to me. That is tremendous. All right, okay. this that might be awesome. your first miss. Depend. Are, are you, were you a fan of The Office? The show. No. Ooh, good. We might have a chance. Might have. What Phillies bobblehead did Dwight from The Office have on his desk at Dunder Mifflin Paper Company? Was it John Cruck, Scott Rowland, Randy Wolf, or Mike Lieberthal? Lieberthal. Ah, how did you Bam. know that? Because uh, that's the only yeah, that's the only thing I would know from the office is a Philly connection, and that somebody was named Ryan Howard, right? Yes. How yeah, did I, you know that? Yeah. 
Debbie probably said something. About it. <laughs> yeah, Debbie probably said something. <laughs> All right, Tom, All right. Well, your, our dinner's going to be on us. Lunch, lunch, or, lunch, uh, lunch. That's right. It's a little, <laughs> <laughs> that's sorry. Yeah, it's a little, uh, a little uh, less pricey. Exactly. Uh, lunch is on us. But the let's Island go. Way Grill. But you could, All right. be, you could be the first one. What's that? The Island Way Grill. <laughs> I thought uh, we were talking Palmville. Palmville. Burgers, fine. The grouper wrap. <laughs> All right, so be, you have a chance of going. Yeah, we've had a few. Eight, eight, eight for eight. Am I in Jason Stark territory? Yeah, you Ru- are. Ruben Amaro, I think. Yeah, Ruben, eight Stanford eight. guy. All, All right, right, here we go. go. Uh, my last one. Mine's kind of an easy one. It says, better be hard. Lewis Winthorpe and Billy Ray Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> Get this revet. Now, this is Trading Places. Uh, great movie from 1983. 30th anniversary. 30th anniversary. And you're asking this question because Scott's a big Trading Places Big fan. Trading Places. And we and because we both agree, the greatest scene in motion picture history <laughs> is, 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 is the salmon. Is the stuck salmon. Stuck in the beard. Is in the, stuck on in the, the beard bus. on the bus. Yes. Uh, yes. Santa Absolutely. Claus, Dan Aykroyd. So <laughs> that, that, that and Slapshot when the Hansen Brothers come on. <laughs> well, that the is for the first time. Uh, uh, Christmas in July this year, we should have just... Somebody, somebody <laughs> eating a salmon out of their beard. The uh, entire game. I love Figgy. it. Figgy. We'll get Figgy on that. <laughs> All, right. All right. So, Lewis Winthorpe and Billy Ray Valentine get their revenge on Mortimer and Rudolph Duke when they short sell juice futures on the floor at the stock exchange. How much did they fleece the Duke brothers out of? Was it A, uh, $185 million, B, $249 million? C, $394 million, or D, $1 billion. So how much did Lewis and Billy Ray take the Duke brothers for? $185 mil, $249, $394, or $1 billion? That's a guess. A. Well, no, you always take out the high and the low, and then you – go on. Uh, I remember taking the SAT, take out the high and low, and then it's one of the ones Was in the that middle. That dot to dot puzzle. Yeah, <laughs> this is John's strategy in the SATs, and and you know I it thought didn't that work. Was too then. easy to go in the middle there. Nah, yeah, the I high, went middle. Take out the high low. Three ninety four, Scotty. Yeah, and it, they did say it at the end when they come and say, "Well, you got our three hundred ninety four million dollars." You can't ask me what the bet was. How much the bet uh, was? One dollar. One dollar. All right. Sorry, you didn't you didn't achieve greatness, but uh, <laughs> the last question is: you can redeem yourself a little bit, and you'll get this. In two thousand and one, we did our first Phillies player bobblehead doll. Uh, since we both started with the Phillies, right? Uh, who is the bobblehead? Was it Pat Burrell, Larry Boa, Jimmy Rollins, or the Harry and Whitey dual bobble? Burrell. Pat Burrell That's is correct. Burrell. I knew you'd get that yeah. one. Yeah, and very good, Scott. You went seven for seven eight. for eight. Nice work, pal. The trading places tripped you up. Believe me, I, there's if you go on Wikipedia, there's a total. It's a really huge page. Every other question I asked, would have asked you, you would have gotten. Like, like how, how much is that wa- that watch worth in Philadelphia? Yeah. Yeah. Philadelphia, it's worth five bucks. <laughs> and and who played that character? Uh, Frank Oz. No, no, he was the uh, the guy who uh, oh, at the prison. Oh, BB King. No. Yeah. Bo Diddley. Oh, Bo Diddley. Bo Diddley. I, I was going to ask you that. <laughs> and, Sc- and Scott, you can either, I'll, I'll let you trade in. This can be, let's make a deal. You can either have lunch, right, with us two, right, at Palm Pavilion, or you can have whiskey all oh, you yeah. want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the 30th anniversary. It's going to be a great year, fellas. All right, 2023, we got the fills. It's going to be awesome. Uh, trading Places, uh, 83. You mentioned Christmas Story. Christmas Story, uh, no, cr- Christmas in July, but Christmas Story was in 83. Is that right? Yeah, there you go. And you can find all those promotions that you talked about yes. on the Phillies website. Phillies.com slash promotions, yeah. I believe. 
Awesome. And our theme <laughs> nights, you know, it's going to be a great year uh, for the Phillies. going to be a great year promotionally. Scotty, John and I approve of the job you're doing. You dug, you dug yourself out from being the lowest of the low. <laughs> and uh, now look at you. Yeah. You no longer <laughs> have to drag the World Series trophy behind your car around the parking Wasn't lot. he like assistant to the assistant of cleaning out broom, broom closets yes. uh, back in uh, yes. the early 90s? Oh, I, I counted Fanatic Thousand sub <laughs> sub-Arctic weather at the vet, yes. Ah, well, you're doing good, Scott. Scott, thanks. Uh, we're going to see you in Florida, all right? And uh, we will see you next time on Philly's Backstage. Thanks, everybody.